There it is. Uh, welcome to the Ramblin' Man podcast. This is episode one. I have a special guest today, Mr. Bobby at Bobax World. Um, just first podcast. I just wanted to have a guest on. I just someone to talk to. Um, someone that's one of my best friends. Um, he's starting a business, so it's a little bit of a topic that we can go over, but. Probably the only person that's been to my house since quarantine. Honestly, thank you for having me. Um, but so, what made you want to start a podcast, man? It's one of my biggest questions. Is it something you've wanted to do for a long time, or you know, that's a good question. Um, I always wanted to do a podcast just because I like to talk. Yeah. Every time I. I meet new people and stuff. I always end up with a conversation with them that lasts longer than it should. Because yeah. I've been on the other end of that. <laughs> to me, times. to me, it's always like, you know, I always get into deep conversations. I like to get to know people, like why they like what they like or do what they do, or you know, if they have talents and stuff, like um, how they got there and stuff like that. So, and then. It's just, it's just good to know. Like the more people you talk to, the more insight you have into a lot of other things. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it's like, why did you start a business? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, same thing. Just passion, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, my main goal is that <clears throat> when I think about it, I always like sharing stuff with people. I'm not really the best at it, so I figured that the easiest thing I can do is just talk. Yeah. Um, and I hope to one day just set a stage where I can have people on that um, have expertise in the stuff that I like or am interested in. Yeah. Like music is one, one, one in particular that I really like. Um, because there's like really a lot of good music out there that people don't really appreciate or that don't know about. And, like, to me, that's one thing I've always liked. And it's, like, I feel like it's, you know, like, hidden gems out there that's important to share with people. Mm. Um, but my goal is the same thing with the, the podcast. Is like It's, like, an avenue for people to explore and learn things from they may never know. And even for me, like, you know, people... My goal is to be an open channel where people can suggest things to me. Be like, hey, look, check this out. Check out this video. And that's kind of like a, a give and take thing, you know. I give yeah. them something that they can explore... And um, it's just a way I feel like I can help share all the things that, like, I think are cool. Even yeah. though they might be not be cool at all. But to yeah. me, they are. It might be cool to a lot of people, you know. It might be retarded. But even though that's not an okay word to use. But, yeah. I mean. It's good to be an odd character, though. You know. Those yeah. are the kind of people that usually, like, appeal to larger audiences. You know. If you're just, like, a normal basic guy, like. Most people are going to find that boring. So, yeah. So, um, let's just talk a little bit about you. You're wearing the shirt, Element. Yeah. So, Element. Um, that's my supplement company that I started in November of last year. Um, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. I mean, you've heard me talk about it a lot. Um, and uh, I was talking to one of my buddies, and he had a mentor that was helping him with some real estate stuff. And she basically told him, if there's something you're passionate about, 
then you owe it to yourself to try it, you know? And he came home one day and told me that, and I applied it to my own life, and I was like, I've always put off the idea of starting a supplement company, and told myself that I would wait until I had, like, this massive audience, like, from building up a social media following on, like, Instagram, for example. And I was just like, I don't know, I don't want to start it and have to start from scratch, whereas, like, if you start with a big audience, you kind of already have, like, that initial customer base, you yeah. know? And I just thought to myself, I'm just going to start this now, you know? I've done a lot of, like, digital marketing and stuff like that and learning about lead generation and building ad campaigns. And I was like, I have the skills to do it, or I, at least I think I have the skills to grow it. I have the knowledge. I've always been a supplement whiz, and I have the passion for it. So all I have now is to put the action and maybe, like, you know, have a shot at doing something that I'm, you know, passionate about for the rest of my life. So Yeah, I mean, it's something that you always, like, floated the idea around me in particular and I always told you like what's stopping you from doing it you know even if it's just uh, the concept like for myself um, I'm fortunate enough to have started my own business before Um, but like with something that you're starting from scratch like this podcast for example is like a lot of times the idea of starting it is the hardest thing because you're conflicted about well I don't have this I don't have that yeah. I don't have the money or I don't have the resources and re- really all it takes is just you know the ambition the passion the hard work and like um, being resourceful with what you have you know as long as you start somewhere then yeah. you're always going to improve exactly um, granted the industry you're in is different because if you're selling a product your product has to be good from the jump but mm. at least with the podcast or YouTube and stuff like that you know there's room to grow you know People that have been doing YouTube and stuff like that, they've been doing it for a long time. It takes time to, you know, grow the audience and stuff. Yeah. It's the same idea, but um, you just learn as you go. Yeah. You know, a lot of people told me that I should do something like this because there's been countless times where I just start talking and we just start talking about a million different things and they're like, ah, you should just start a podcast. Like, You're right. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind just talking on all, all day, but. You know, until this quarantine, it's kind of like, I don't, I have the time now, why not? Um, Which, that's something for you, is like, you started your business, and now we're COVID-19, day, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you were, just got your product, and now you can't really even, like, put it out there like you want. Mm -hmm. Which proves an interesting task, but... You know, a lot of people, especially now, like health is a really important thing. Yeah. Um, and granted, you sell pre-workout right now, but that's still a tool that people use to help in their fitness and health. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It's been interesting so far, man. I mean, it's definitely tough because like the opportunity really isn't there to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do. Um, but content is king right now, so perfect time for you to start a podcast you know yeah everyone's at home on their phones all day just swiping engagement is up that's the thing is like I was telling you the other day is like you know right there's a lot of people out there that could view this negatively but it really just depends on how you want to look at it you know uh, to, to, to be honest I recorded a podcast by myself previously I, d- I didn't like the way it turned out but most of the podcasts I was talking about this, and it's true, is just like, 
you know, the perspective of the situation can be really negative. Mm-hmm. You know, the economy is trash. Nobody wants to talk about it because all they hear about is COVID-19. People are stuck at home. They can't do what they want. Some people lost jobs. But really, I know that some people can't, I don't have the luxury of thinking like this, but we live in America. A lot of people do have the luxury of still making something happen. It's like it's opportunity to really explore what you're passionate about, maybe what you're really meant to do. Um, maybe now you have more free time that you can really work on starting a business that you have gained experience trying to do, you know, construction business or you want to start your own plumbing company or you play guitar and you always wanted to like share that with people but on YouTube or mm. whatever it may be is like now a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. And a lot of times people are stuck in the poison of social media and they get wrapped up in what other people are doing and the negativity or wishing that they were doing doing something like normal when really you just have a lot more time to really explore different route right now um like i have a friend and i told him that he should start a youtube because he's good at guitar it's like hey man i was like right now is the time you have a month or who knows how long you could make as much content you want and just start putting it out because he's actually really good Mm. it's like you just make youtube just put you jamming on there and you know you could put out he always wanted to do it and he always likes playing it and i was like you should share that you know Um, and I think that's what's happening now is like there's two things is like people the perspective that people have I feel like a lot of people have negative perspective like this sucks blah 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 instead of looking at it as an opportunity to you know really look within themselves and be introspective to like you know draw something inside themselves but also a lot of people are realizing a lot of the bullshit that goes on in life is not important mm-hmm. because a lot of people have free time to hang out with the family yeah. You know, like for me, like my wife is still working because she's a teacher, but she has to work from home. So she's still working most of the day, but she does have time off in the middle of the day. And then we go hang out. We work out together. We take the baby for a walk. We spend time together. And a lot of people have the same opportunity now. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of people outside um, spending time with family. And like people, I think, are starting to realize, you know, like maybe there's a little, little more to life than just working a nine to five like a slave every day, you know, like maybe there's more important things, you know, yeah. sacrificing your time. Granted, you got to make a living, yeah. but at the same time, at what cost? Yeah. It just makes me think too, another thing is like, there's a lot of jobs that people work at that you work a nine to five in a cubicle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of these companies are going to draw the conclusion that people work better from home mm-hmm. and they'll save money. Just because, like, you're, they're dumping all this money into buildings. I know that some businesses, they have to. But if you think about it, like, there's studies that show that people are more productive at home. Yeah. And you're not dilly-dallying at work, messing around, talking to people. That's true. Um, and a lot of things are now paperless. So yeah, what's, what's the point of, like, having a place where you can print everything when everything is not even... You don't even need to print it. Mm. So, I don't know. I think at the end of this COVID-19 things thing, pandemic, they're... Might be a lot of positives. I think there'll be a lot of babies. <laughs> there'll be some positives and there'll be some negatives. Yeah. I think the positives um, that I see could be really good, depending on how people want to go about it. What kind of positives do you see? 
I think people would take health serious. We both come from the health health industry. Yeah. Um, both being CrossFitters in the competitive scene and you know in like just the gym setting. Um, I think a lot of people take fitness for granted and they think that you know that doing the bare minimum or very little is going to help them stay healthy. Mm -hmm. But you know, in terms of this virus thing, a lot of people that even people that are healthy are still running the risk of getting sick yeah um so i think a lot of people especially older people are gonna realize like even though i'm older i still need to stay like healthy and work out yeah here you go people people are in a situation now where if they're not like fit and have like really strong systems like they're the ones who are at more at risk you know and that's the other thing is like people are like so bored look if you're bad about working out now's the time to build the habit you have time to work out. You don't, you don't have to do anything complex. You don't have to do anything crazy. Just do something every day. Go know? for a walk. Um, it doesn't have to be hard. It's just always be like incremental on how you do it. You're yeah. not very good. You're not coming from background. Walk for 10 minutes. After a while, then go to 15 minutes. Yeah. And then after a while, then go to 20 minutes. And go so on and so forth. Yeah. So... I mean, I think that at the end of the day, people are going to be more conscious about health. I think that people are going to not take a lot of things for granted anymore um, in terms of spending time with family. Um, like, it shouldn't take a pandemic for people to be appreciative of things. Yeah. Like, even of friends, you know. You're stuck at home all day now, and you can't do anything. And... That's when you want to hang out with your friends, just because you you don't have the option to. Yeah. It's like you take those things for granted, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people are afraid of like being on their own now, you know. And and that begs the question of like the mental health thing, which I know is a big factor for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I read something in that I think it's very true. Someone said, you know, a lot of people live their lives off the momentum. And. Basically meaning that, you know, they have something going on in their life and then they're just chasing that momentum and now that there's no momentum, everything's crashing down. And I think that's true. It's, it's like people that are lonely and alone and stuff like that, a lot of times they keep themselves busy. Yeah. So they don't realize that they're alone. I think... Probably not the most introspective people either. I, I, I would... I wouldn't say for everybody, but I do agree with that to a sense because I feel like I... When I think to about it myself, being alone is scary sometimes because if you're by yourself in a room with no distractions, like that's when you're like really vulnerable to your own so like consciousness. Yeah, you're forced to look within. Yeah, you have to think about like, man, like what's going on? Like, how do I feel? Oh, I'm by myself. Is that okay? And a lot of people are reliant or dependent on having somebody to feed the energy off of. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, just be okay with yourself. Yeah, something that I've had trouble with up until recent times. You know, I always had to have my phone on me, and I think it was just like, I don't know, I don't want to say like an escape from reality, because I don't know like what I'm running from, but just like, I don't know, just not the the best person at like being alone with my thoughts. I don't know. I feel like it's something that you have to get used to. Mm. A lot of things I think are, are especially with the way that technology is, is now and like how we are always, it's, we always have frequencies and we have to drown it out. I think 
that's another thing that I've I've realized is like if if I go out on a walk or something with no music or anything and like it's just the sounds around me, it's actually really interesting because like you're walking, you're just listening to the frequencies that are just naturally around you, which aren't like drowning you, mm-hmm. and like you almost can like think clearly. Yeah, I've been going on runs like most mornings of the week, and I haven't been wearing earphones like normal. Like I used to have to be blasting music like no matter how long the run was. And lately, like, I've been going on these runs without music, and the whole time I'm just thinking about life. It's You're crazy. And then, yeah. yeah, I catch myself, like, a mile in, like, just completely somewhere else. Like, wow. Like, it's, like, really good, like, creative time and thought time for me. Yeah, and it's just the idea that you always have to be distracted. It goes back to being by yourself. Like, you know, I think it's healthy to sometimes, you know, seclude yourself in a, in a way where you can really look within yourself mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself. Like, hey, am I happy with myself? What do I need to change to make myself happy? Like, to be happy with myself. Yeah. To love myself. A lot of people just don't love themselves. Like, how can you love someone? Like, it's the easiest thing to think about is like, you know, loving somebody, you have to love yourself first. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle to love themselves because they see all these flaws, but once you can accept who you are now and that you're working towards who you want to be, then you can love yourself because you're like, I know I'm doing what I need to to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like the loneliness thing is like, I think it's just like people are scared to battle themselves. A lot of times it feels like, you know, you're battling demons. It's yeah. like the negative negativity. Um, sometimes it's stuff that we don't even realize is it's not even our fault. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's stuff that's we just were growing up and the way that we were treated and trauma, whether we view it as trauma or not, you know, where you could have been growing up and your dad said something that hurts your feelings as young that affects you into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Like, and you don't realize it. It's just something that's trauma. That's like something that's ingrained in you. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to like either you don't realize it because you were so young or it's hard to be honest with yourself because it's something you don't want to think about. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do I want to think about something that was like, it really was like messed up. Some of the most life-changing moments of my life have been when my dad says something to me. But usually like, in the moment, it sounds like it was like, you know, hurtful and could cause trauma, but then it ends up being really good wisdom. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. All those times that I've had instances with my dad was, you know, it's, I just always, when I was young, when I would, when my parents would discipline me, my dad would sometimes be a little, seem harsh, yeah, Yeah, especially when he was younger, but it was always followed by with, followed up with an explanation on why Mm -hmm. it I was in trouble and like the reasoning. Mm-hmm. So you even followed up by love afterwards. Yeah, it was and never we talked about that. Both of our dads are like, I mean, they seem really harsh in the moment, and then the next second, like it's buddy buddy again. And like sometimes it's like, man, dude, like give me a second to be mad at you, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's like it's just it's just like to get the message across, and then you realize, you know, like he he doesn't hate me. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to hurt me. The reason why he he. he Lashed, he lashed out at me and said this and it seemed like harsh ways because he was trying to teach me something mm-hmm. um, so 
But I don't know. Yeah, the lonely thing in this whole pandemic thing is definitely I think people are realizing. Another thing is I that it kind of bothers me a little bit is that the way that people are acting about. Normally, people are really selfish, myself included. Well, everybody, everyone, Every, if we're all everyone's selfish. selfish. And I think that it does bother me because I I am guilty of it sometimes, but we don't need a pandemic, like I said earlier, to take things for granted, but also to check up on people. You know, a lot of people are having this message right now of, you know, check up on your friends. Like if you haven't, if you think of somebody, you check up on them. And that's what I've been really forcing myself lately to do is like when I think of somebody, I'm driving and someone pops in my head. I shoot him a text. I shoot him a text. Like, yeah. Hey, what's up? Like, you, how you doing? And I think more people need to have that approach because like you shouldn't need a pandemic to think, oh, let me check up on these people. These are very fake. Like, oh, you're only checking it on me because something's going on. Yeah. Like, or it just gives you more time to think about those people. You know, Depends it could be a two way road. But yeah. I think though that. It makes me sometimes a little frustrated because I think people should be a little bit more selfless, especially with people that you call your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, check up on your friends. Mm -hmm. Check up on people, you know? But like I said, I'm guilty of it. A lot of times, I'm the type of person that's, like, very... I don't really like to ask people for help. And I, and I am a very uh, open person. I'm a very giving person but if you're if you don't ever ask for help I can't like this one thing that bothers me is like if if you're not if you're not open there's not an open dialogue like hey man like what's up like I'm just dealing with this I can't help you mm. and then I mean I just feel like because I'm like that like I'm not like the most like I, I just view it like I don't want to be intrusive Mm. I've always viewed it like that like a gentleman like I'm never gonna impose myself on on people so especially like I don't read people's minds I don't know what's going on in people's minds half the time I'm worried about what's going on in my mind I got a one year old I got stuff going on my I can only focus on one thing at a time because I have like ADD mm. so sometimes it's hard for me to be like hey like what's up like you good yeah. like you seem off sometimes I don't you don't pick up on I don't pick things. up on that or yeah. I don't want to I a lot of times the first thing that pops in my head is like if someone seems like they have a problem or something like that a lot of times I feel like you know they'll cool off like they'll get it I don't want to be the one that's like stepping over boundaries mm. so like I know that I'm guilty of not asking people or like talking to some people sometimes or reaching out sometimes because I get those feelings mm. Like, I don't want to be the one that's like, feels like I'm like trying to like get into people's lives. Cause I'm like the most like unnosy person. Mm -hmm. Like, I could care less. Like, I don't care what whoever's doing. I don't care what. Oh, did you hear? No, I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm worried about me. So. But then again, you're always like, for me, like one of those friends that I can count on, like, if I need someone to talk to. So, like, while you may not pick up on it, in my opinion, like, you're still always there, you know? And that would for, be like, my advice and like someone to talk to, you know. That's my main goal. Is like I always want to want people to know like that I'm always there, mm -hmm. whether they seize the opportunity or not. 
you know, I think that's important. It's like sometimes, you know, when it's your turn to bat, you better swing. Mm-hmm. Like, you better be ready to go. And, like, I think a lot of times people are, like, kind of scared to actually be, like, that person, mm-hmm. you know, or they, you know, it, it's it's not hard to to just, you know, help somebody out, you know. If, yeah. if they think about it in terms of, like, would you want to be the receiving end of that? Like, if you needed to call somebody and they answered and helped you out, you would obviously want that. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of like the same thing. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. That's that's like, for me, like, I know that it bothers me that, that I see that. Like, oh, check up on, so you know, people, you know, family members and blah, blah, blah. And like I said, I'm guilty of it too, but it bothers me because it, may, it seems fake. Mm. You know, especially in this day and age. People just say things just because... People will say that and repost it, but not actually do it, for mm-hmm. one. And oh, then yeah. two, even when this blows over, people are just going to go back to their regular old ways. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the thing that I think that's positive. I think a lot of people, especially with how long this is going on, are going to actually have some change. People are going to actually realize some things because it's not just like a one-week thing. Like, this is a long time to force people to do something. Yeah, That people are going to actually have some realizations and some changing happening. It's just whether or not you stick to it. Really. Exactly. There's going to be a lot of people that just fall right back in line. But, you know, I like to always have a little bit more hopeful look in humanity. You know, you can always assume the worst and think the worst. You know, I think I like to be a little bit optimistic. And I think that sometimes just people are just, you know, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They I don't know better. about how some people, like there's two... There's basically two groups of people now during this quarantine, like the people who are just giving up, eating like crap, not working out, sleeping in, pessimistic thoughts, you know, it's so easy to fall into that trap, but like, I'm really just trying to like, stay positive and like, keep doing things, you know, be, what's the word, get things done, proactive. Like as much as, be, be proactive, you know, it's hard to be proactive during this, but it's important also, you know, so I yeah. kind of started out strong. Good routine, good discipline, good diet. And then I kind of <clears throat> fell into the trap a little bit. Started sleeping in. Started, you know, getting negative thoughts every day. Like, why Why is this happening? Like, I can't believe this. I kept saying, like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this sucks. This sucks. I just kept saying it sucks. It's like you literally can't do anything about it, you know? So every ounce of energy you waste on thinking negative is going to get you nowhere, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it is challenging. And that's why I think that it's going to challenge a lot of people in a lot of ways. In different ways, too. Um, Because there's some people that just don't have a job. Yeah. You know, they lost their job. Mm -hmm. I lost my job temporarily, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people are on the same boat. Um, So, I mean, there's a lot of people that ultimately, I have this thought that always pops into my head that, it it's easier said than done though. Not th- that's not the saying, but I'm, I mean literally the saying is easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And it's that discipline is freedom. And I always think to myself, you know, a lot of people think that freedom is just doing what you want, whenever you want, however you want. But that's a fake reality. It's not true. Doing what you want, when you want, how you want it. There's no gratification. There's nothing to it. There's nothing. There's no reward for it. Because it's all the time just filling an empty void. Whereas discipline is true freedom because you've 
mastered your desires. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, eating right or eating, I don't want to say dieting, but eating a healthy lifestyle is a discipline. And when you've mastered that discipline, that's true freedom because you can eat good to maintain a good health and still enjoy yourself mm-hmm. from time to time. Because a healthy lifestyle is not a diet. Healthy lifestyle is where you can eat and then enjoy yourself mm-hmm. sometimes. And that's like true freedom because like now you're not bound to the shackles of your desire. Yeah. Or you're not bound to, I have to eat this way or else there's no, there's no way. So and, you're, not, you're not free from yourself basically. Yeah. You know? And like that's the thing that I always think about is like discipline is freedom. And that applies in every principle. It can be eating, working out, you know. And it, discipline is hard. That's why I said it's easier said than none. It's like you think of like monks and stuff. Those guys are disciplined. And they have nothing. Like, they don't have TVs and computers and stuff, but they live lives that they're happy with mm-hmm. because they've mastered, like, getting rid of, like, the, the need to want to fulfill something that they don't really need. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, this is kind of off topic, but it makes me think, like, a simpler life would maybe be better for everybody. You yeah. know? What if, like, we just lived in the wilderness... You farmed for food and you hunted for food and that's all you worried about. Mm-hmm. Life is simpler. You know? It's like the same idea as like you, you, the discipline to want to survive. It's like there's no more all these other variables. It's all stripped away. Now we have all these other variables so now the discipline is like there's so many more discipline routes you have to master. Mm-hmm. It's almost harder to live now than before because you have so many things that are pulling you different ways. Mm-hmm. You know? It's true. Food tastes good. Yeah, I want to go to Crumble Cookie. I want to get Crumble Cookie. Like, yeah, I want to eat pasta and whatever, you know? Yeah, I want to just play video games all day. But it's also, a, you're, really what it is is just escaping the reality of that you don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it tastes good and it's temporary, but, you know, it's, it's better when you actually do it from time to time because mm-hmm. it's more enjoyable. But... When you're not disciplined about it, it just becomes... Like, if you go on a bender, and you're just eating ice cream every night, and Oreos, and whatever, candy, and chips, after a certain amount of time, you're just sick of it, and sick of yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're going to feel, like, terrible. So it's, like, the same thing as, like, it's no longer enjoyable. Yeah. There's nothing that you really are getting from it anymore. Except for that dopamine rush when you sink your mouth into it for me every time i eat bad the next morning i'm miserable so it's like is it really worth it that very temporary satisfaction you know i you know my problem is is when i get hungry i get ravenous i don't mind eating good Mm -hmm. but sometimes i just get so hungry and i'm just like you know i don't feel like eating this i just want to eat whatever Mm -hmm. whatever i can find i'll eat so if I don't have any bad food in my house, I'm not gonna eat anything bad. Yeah, I have no choice. Mm-hmm. But when I'm hungry, then I make bad decisions. It well, compares my judgment. Yeah, eating a lot of good food is it's always better than eating a lot of bad food, though. You know. My thing is, I don't feel bad the next day. Yeah. I feel bad after, like immediately after. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I need to make sure I'm not eating like crap tomorrow. This is like the first thing I think. Mm-hmm. And then 
give it a couple hours. I think to myself, like, okay, just don't screw up anymore. A couple hours later, like, man, I'm hungry. Fuck it. I already mm. messed it up. Like, that's the first thing I think is, like, I already messed up. <sighs> that's, a dangerous, that's a dangerous thought, man. Like, <laughs> messing up a little bit and messing up a lot is, like, way different in... The, in the nutrition world, you know? Yeah. Because when you just go on a bender, you're piling up all those calories, you know, and putting yourself in a surplus for the week. People think it just restarts every day. You start from zero. But, you're like, you're stockpiling up all these surpluses. And then, what do you know? One night, you go to Yard House and come home and keep eating. And then 4,000 calories in the hole. That's the hardest one, especially like you said it the other other day. You're like the one thing in the quarantine is having food is like the one thing that's like it's the most fun thing to do right now. People right now are just like, eating yeah. and hanging out. I don't drink, so <laughs> I don't. I can't drink. Yeah, it, I haven't drank either. This is what I think to myself is like if there's any time drinking would be nice, it's like during quarantine. Yeah, it'd be just hanging out, yeah. having some beers. It's no sport, so it kind of yeah. sucks, but at Almost. least. What? Almost. UFC 249. Canceled. <sighs> done. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really done much messing around since the quarantine started. You know, some of my friends have been hanging out at, like, little kickbacks and just drinking. But How are they handling it? They seem like <sighs> it's normal, or? It's just an escape from reality, I feel like, you know? I just... I feel like it's a really important time in my life to stay focused, and so I've just been staying away from that. I mean, I think that's the right mentality. Yeah. Ultimately, it pays off. It's like, you know, the Joey said this one time in a podcast, and I, I it's like something I've always I've been saying a lot now, just because it's so true. It's like one of the most profound things he's ever said is like, the universe has a way of paying itself back. Mm-hmm. So if you bust your ass now. And you keep busting your ass, the universe is gonna come back around. Mm-hmm. Just the way it goes. Um, so, you know, if you stay focused now when it seems like hard, it'll pay off. It's just, you know, the. I always just say the trenches. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. But it's the truth. It's like, no one wants to be in the bottom, the place where nobody wants to be, where people are like, dying all the time like the trenches are like the worst place to be mm-hmm. but that's the place where you get the most work done where you get ahead where mm-hmm. nobody wants to go it's like that the extra mile there's not a lot of people there it's the same yeah. thing same idea it's like where where people don't want to go like people would rather just yeah distract themselves yeah that's all it is is a distraction dude seriously I mean yeah I'd rather work hard now. Work hard now. Work hard, work hard later. You know, I just don't think that I, I'll get a point in my life where I just won't will be doing something. Yeah. You know, like, in reality, is there really retirement? There could be. I think about this. I think about this. I think when you retire and you lose the ability to do the things that you are capable of, that's when you die. Not even physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually. spiritually. Yeah. Because slowly things are stripped from you that you really enjoy or even not enjoy. 
like I feel like I, the older you get and then you lose the ability to work even though you don't like working knowing that you're not capable of it mm-hmm. is something that will kill your soul and I feel like that's a, something I think to, get, to live a long good life you gotta have this mentality like I'm gonna do something until the mm-hmm. day I die even if you stop working you're no longer living even if it's like I decide when I'm 60 years old to do carpentry and I'm just building shit in the garage it's better than doing nothing yeah you know um, it's like I always see that it's just like when people get unhealthy or have health issues and then they lose the ability to move like they should and stuff like that like that's when people really start to end up down the tubes. Mm. But, yeah. I don't know. It's like interesting. We've got a long life left ahead of us to yeah, work. We have a long time. Hopefully. Yeah. My mentality is I just want to work hard now so I don't have to work so hard later. You know? Why? Front you want to play golf the rest of your life? <laughs> no, not golf. I don't know. I just, I like to think that there will come a time when I've achieved everything I want to achieve and I can just enjoy the rest of my life. But what you say is interesting. Yeah, it's just, I like talking to older people because they're experienced, you know? And I find that people that are, they get past a certain age that stay working and are doing stuff that they enjoy and really have an expertise in and stuff like that. Um, they might not even be the healthiest people in the world, but as long as they're like doing something, mm. they live a pretty long time. Yeah. Barring they're not super unhealthy, obviously. Of course. But yeah. Not the healthiest people still live a good, a good amount. Mm. And I think it's like people that, you know, have that mentality of, you know, I worked hard. I just want to enjoy my life. You should have enjoyed your life your whole life, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a flawed mentality that I work hard now to enjoy it later. No, you should be enjoying life now. You know, the hardships that you're experiencing now is part of the process that you should also enjoy. Mm-hmm. You have the luxury of being able to do that. That's true. Um, because you could be, you know, we both didn't go to college or we did a little bit you know we could be in college trying to figure out what we're going to do for the first four years so then we get out maybe 22 23 then we start working and then we work at a job we probably don't really like for how however long and then we retire or we can work at something that we really are passionate about Mm -hmm. and even though it may seem like awful or really hard that's like the beauty of it because then when it all pays off and then you're working and then you have a business and you're 20 years from now your business is built you know you're still working busting your ass maybe in different ways but you know you look back and it's way more rewarding Mm. you know because then you could be working on that job from after like let's say you got a petroleum engineer you worked at an oil company 
and you made all this money, and then you retire, but you all only you only have money. You maybe have some material items, but do you have something that that leaves a legacy? You know, like a company, like companies that you build or something that you are establishing. Even like family, like when you have fam, like when you have a ch- children, mm-hmm. you know that that you're leaving a piece of yourself that's gonna stay here long after you die um so it's just like in in terms of like the company you know you built something from the ground up and you it's way more rewarding granted not everybody's built for that not everybody's an entrepreneur but Mm. i know that for some people like they couldn't i know that i couldn't work a job till i was however old to retire and then just retire and be like oh that's it yeah that's just not the type of person i am I know some people like they, that is like they enjoy their job they love their job they like what they do they're an accountant they've been an accountant for 50 years whatever small but, percentage of people who actually can say that they love it too you know you know yeah and it's like what's really worth it you know and the the hardships you look back on and be like man even though it seemed like that was really bad like I'm really grateful for it because then you have a perspective that no one can no one will understand mm. who's been there Who's done that? Yeah. A small percent. A small percent of people that slept on the floor or that were homeless while they started a company or whatever, you know? <clears throat> but we're fortunate to live in the U.S. and we live lives better than most of the world. So even if we're doing something that seems hard, it's really not hard compared to other people. <laughs> no, dude. Not even close. Yeah. And think of how much we take time for granted. I mean, don't you wish you could go back in time and shake yourself at 18 when you came out of high school and be like, this is the way, this is what you need to do. You know, know, I don't like, that's like one thing, you know, in in theory, like I think to myself like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, to go back. But in reality, like, everything that's happened, the way it's happened, is, makes... Makes you who you are. Makes you who you are now, like right now. So it's like, even the most awful things that have happened to you or that you regret, I don't regret. Mm. Because I look back and it's like, they're just pieces of me that make me me. Mm -hmm. Because if that didn't happen, then would I be me? Like, would I know what I know now or would my life be completely different? Mm. I think that's up to the person's job too to like make sure that you see it or that you get a positive out of every situation and there there always is i think that even like the most awful things could sometimes like seem like there's nothing positive that can come from it but you know there always could be something that can be learned or something to walk away with even if it's something that you learn about yourself Mm -hmm. like even the most awful thing you know failed marriage or you know you lost a loved one you learn something even the there's nothing that you could have done about it or whatever, but you learn something from yourself. Like, oh, my mother passed or whatever. Not that mine has, but like someone, one I can give my, like from my own perspective is like, you know, both my grandparents have passed. Mm. It's like, you learn about yourself. Like, you know, all the times that my grandparents, especially my grandma, went out of our way to when we were younger to help us experience as much as we could like you learn like 
in the moment you're like, man, this is the worst worst camping trip I've ever been on in my life. Yeah. Like this was awful. But looking back now, you learn about it, like you don't take those things for granted. Like you know, like and it's something that you can inst- I can instill in my daughter. You know, mm-hmm. when she feels like, oh, that sucks. It's like no, it's just you know, some your, your grandma's trying to teach you to experience life in more other ways. Mm-hmm. Whether you seem like it was like the worst thing ever, or you can walk away with some things that were positives, that were funny, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was for for me. Like looking back, is like even though like losing my grandma was isn't a positive, like I learned something about myself. Like you know, it's like not the worst thing in the world. Like the things that I thought were not yeah. good. Um. So. Yeah, I mean. I think that it's important to not regret anything, mm. you know, drug addicts, alcohol, like I'm not fortunate not to not drink or anything, but I know that if I did, I would be in a bad spot just because I am an addictive person. Mm. But if I did, like, I, I could see like that changing who you are for the better, like if you recovered from it, mm. you know, addicts, a lot of times, you know, a lot of them don't. You know, some of them regret doing it, but a lot of them are like, you know, like where they're at now, they're like, I don't regret it because now I'm like a better person because I've realized a lot of things through all the mistakes I have learned how to be a better person. Yeah. Um, I think like coming through those situations usually can make like the toughest kind of people mentally. Of course. Yeah. Especially addiction. Yeah. Addiction changes people in many ways and it's crazy. Um, just the idea that something can control you that much and that your life is just fixated around it 24-7. And a lot of times, they don't even realize it. It's just crazy. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm fortunate I haven't really had to deal with anyone in my you know, group, friend groups or family to deal with that, but... It's a terrible thing. Once again, that's something that you walk away with. It depends on how you want to view it. Maybe I was an alcoholic addict. You know? I walked away with a positive. You know? I don't view the whole thing and think that was like a bad time in my life. Mm. I just learned that it's not something that I think is worth it to do. Yeah. So my dad was an alcoholic and addict. Do I feel like I could... I could drink responsibly, possibly, mm-hmm. possibly. I am and like have an addictive personality. Do I feel like I could be responsible? Yeah, but do I think it's worth it? No. No. If you hang around, I don't have a problem with drinking, but you always have some people that you that are friends, especially for me. I have some friends that I can hang around with that they drink, and it's a good time. Mm-hmm. And I have some friends that I hang out with and they drink and. I just think to myself, I want to go the fuck home. <laughs> it brings the worst out of some people. And that's that's the thing. It's like when you're sober and you're around people that are drinking, you realize maybe alcohol sucks because you would just see the buffoonery. Mm-hmm. You're like, when I'm drunk, do I really act like that? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And I think the more that I'm sober on people drinking, the more I'm like, I don't feel like I miss out on anything. 
that's an interesting perspective that you've got to look into. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in that position. A lot of people are conned or peer pressured or whatever to drink and stuff. So people have just always known drinking. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people associate it with a good time. But like I said, the more you're sober around people drinking, as long, if you can disassociate, you know, I'm missing out, they're having fun, I'm not. And you can just be an observer and be like, what's really going on here? Mm. I'm sober and making good decisions and they're being idiots and I'm babysitting. You're like, this is dumb. What's the point? Mm. Then you're gonna, they're gonna wake up tomorrow feeling like ass. Maybe not even remember what happened. So what's it worth? Yeah. And then you don't even want to talk about the health effects that alcohol has on the body. It's not even good for you in general. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely tough to find like that moderation, like that line that you shouldn't cross. I'm a firm believer in balance. So if people drink that's cool. Yeah. You should always do do it in moderation. Mm -hmm. So you should always, like, don't go overboard. If you do go a little overboard every once in a while, and I mean every once in a while, and, like, not often at all, that's, that's fine, you know? Yeah. But if you're doing it all the time, what's the point? Like, mm -hmm. like I said, the health benefits of it, too, is there's nothing healthy about it. People say, well, wine's healthy. <laughs> heard that plenty of times still don't know if it's true it is but in a moderate amount and like people are so out of touch with what's moderate mm -hmm. they're like how much do you drink oh I drink um, like half a glass which is like this much it's like one serving is probably four ounces which is like this mm -hmm. it's like you're drinking like three times the amount of a one serving Mm. Which a modest amount is probably one serving maybe once or twice a week. Mm. That's it. And that's for wine. Like, you're talking about, We're talking every, about beer, alcohol liquor. is different. Like, yeah. once, one serving for beer is probably two-thirds of a can. I think. Or just maybe a can. Let's call maybe it a, a can. can. Yeah. So it just depends. But people have this idea, like, I'm, I drink only a glass a night. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what kind of benefits could come from drinking wine other than the fact that it, it's like grapes, like maybe some antioxidant purposes. It's supposed to be good for your heart. I don't know all the like scientific stuff. Though. And alcohol has its effect. On I think everything. anything in moderation can be okay. No. So the idea is that like a little bit of it isn't bad for you. But, I mean, if you can get yourself to be immune from snake venom by doing a small amount mm -hmm. like you're just building up a tolerance so I think that's yeah. the idea is like even though alcohol is not good a little bit every once in a while will help you build up like a a tolerance that's not bad yeah um but yeah I mean it's an interesting time a lot of people are tired about hearing about covid I think that we still have a ways to go to get out of this. I don't think life will be the same afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, people 
people's lives are going to be changed in different ways. People are losing people. People are losing jobs. People are going to start businesses. You know, it's it's a, just a cycle. I think that it's just important to stay focused, stay disciplined. Even if it's just, you know, like I said earlier, like discipline is a skill. Any skill takes time. You don't become, you know, a master overnight. It takes constant refinement. It's like the hardest thing to work on is your mental toughness or your discipline because it's something you have to work at every day. So it means that you want to work on your flexibility. You want to work on your fitness. You want to work on your eating, your lifestyle, whatever. You just do small changes every day till it's something that's just completely normal. Mm-hmm. You know, That's why diets don't work. That's why P90X doesn't work. That's why... They do work, but they don't work. Mm-hmm. They do work because temporarily they work. They don't work because it's not something you're going to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to constantly work at it to refine that skill. Yeah. You have to do the work, really. So discipline and everything that encompasses that just takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, patience, you know, I have to be persistent. You know, I feel like I'm not getting results, but screw it. I'm just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still keep eating right. I'm going to still work out, you know. And also being honest with yourself, you know. Am I doing everything I can to be successful? A lot of times it's the hardest question to ask. It's like we were talking about being alone earlier. It's like that's sometimes the hardest thing is like to be alone and be honest with yourself. Because oh, yeah. it's easier to lie to yourself and easier to be like, well, yeah, I did everything. It's like, but did you really? Mm-hmm. Did you really, like, did, did, did uh, the extra dessert you had before did you went to bed, <laughs> like, is that part of, you know, being yeah. honest with yourself? Dude, it's just crazy because as humans, we self-rationalize all the decisions we make, even if they're wrong. Yeah, and like, I was running the other day and I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, like, there's, there's lie. We lie to ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's good lies and bad lies. Most people are on the bad lie side, mm. you know, the characteristics. The good lies is lying to yourself to help yourself. Yeah. And it's not the way that people would think. And what I mean by that is like Navy SEALs and stuff like that, talk about it all the time. It's that your body will tell you if you're working out, running, you'll be like, I can't go anymore. Your body's going to be like, I can't. Physically, you can't anymore. But your mental can lie to yourself and say, nah, screw that. I'm not tired. I'm going to keep going. Mm -hmm. And it pays off. You lie to yourself enough. Your mind will make your body keep going. Okay? So that's a good lie. Most people are in the bad lies. Most people are like, I worked out enough this week. I can eat this. Or I worked out today. I can have this. Or, you know... I'm not going to do this extra work for work because so-and-so is going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put it in any category you want, but you like to lie to yourself because it makes you more comfortable. Yeah. But the, where you get the most results is when you're uncomfortable, when you force yourself in that position where you, it's like new territory. Mm-hmm. I use this story because I always think about it to myself as like something that's like a good, like check yourself. The first time I went to jiu-jitsu, 
I was driving there, and I'm thinking to myself, nah, I'm not going to go. And I started getting worked up. I'm like, I'm second-guessing myself. I'm like, man, you know, I, 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 what if you're the worst one there? What if, like, you don't know what you're doing? Like, what if they think that you aren't good enough to even do it? Or, like, and I'm just, like, a million different excuses. And I'm battling myself the whole time I'm driving around. Let's just get there. Once you get there, like, just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm like, I didn't want to go. Like, I was like, I'll just go another day. Just go and that does the bad lie. Remember with I'm, the kickboxing? I'm, yeah, and like the same thing. It like yeah. happened with kickboxing. It's You're like texting me, dude. I'm having second thoughts. Like, and, bro, just go. Yeah, just and I'm start. Like, and I'm like, it. The thing is, like, you, you're <clears throat> lying to yourself that I'll just go another day. Mm. But you're just pushing it off and you know you're just trying to make yourself feel mm. comfortable with yourself. And I'm like, just go. I showed up. I did the class. I felt awesome. I was like, I love this. Like, I love the challenge. I love that. Not only am I working myself physically, but I'm, like, mentally, like, engaged. Mm. And I left and I'm like, man, that feeling I had was a good feeling. Even though it was like causing me like to like second guess myself and have like like not anxiety but I was very nervous. Like that's good. Mm. It's good for my character. It's good for me to check myself like and be humble. Like I'm nobody. Like I showed up like yeah I have background in CrossFit and I'm like a pretty fit guy. I'm pretty strong. Like I'm a bigger dude. But like like when I went there I was nobody. I was like. most novice person in the room Mm, extremely humbling and I left and I'm like man like there's a lot to learn there's Mm -hmm. a lot to do and then when I like it's like I was so uncomfortable but I needed that because it brings me to a new level like a new area to like learn yeah and a lot of times it's just like people are scared to be uncomfortable yeah it's like they rationalize it because it's easier for them to to accept and feel comfortable with like something that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, like people that are like, "Well, I'll start next week." The best one, Diet your favorite on one. Monday. Diet starts on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite one. Yeah. It's like because it's like it makes you feel better about the choices you're making now, mm-hmm. because you're gonna make better choices next week. But then when next week comes, guess what? Monday starts off good, and then Tuesday gets rocky, and you're like, "Screw it, Monday." Yeah. It's like you're making yourself be comfortable with your decisions. Mm. So I think that, you know, discipline is going to be uncomfortable. You know, finding out who you are is going to be uncomfortable. Mm. Um, This whole situation is going to be uncomfortable. A lot of people are forced into uncomfortable situations because they have to rely on other people now. You know, they're not as independent or whatever. But... You know, it comes down to, like, what are you willing to do about it? What do you want to do to better yourself? What do you want to do to do something with your passion, you know? Um, so, I don't know. This is interesting times. I don't I don't like to think that things are all, always bad. It obviously is not a good situation because people are losing their lives. And, but... Yeah. You know, there's always something to walk away with, like I said, that could be positive. And I think that people are realizing things. There's, like, people that are learning things. 
about themselves and it's always good to have that friction mm-hmm. you know it's like I think about history I love history and like one thing that's always comes up is you know we've never had a we've in our lives and we never had a real war yeah you know and war changes people changes people's mentality because war isn't good mm-hmm. we have this idea that you know it's easy to go to war but we don't we've never been in a war yeah we go to battle with country just one country this isn't a world war where you know millions of people's lives are at stake yeah and that changes people it's like a, it's friction and that's what we kind of have now it's mm-hmm. like we have people that you're talking about over millions of people might be infected with this and there might be at the end of it said and done who knows how many dead you know it's like a war to people with this friction is causing people to like you know look at themselves yeah. and be like and hopefully to change for the better. Hopefully. I mean, war has always left people looking back and being like, this is something that we should never want. Yeah. You know, especially World War Two was like people left that and were like, you know, this is not good. Yeah. You know, you think about D-Day, like D-Day is one of the craziest things ever. Like when you read about it and hear about it and watch it, like reenactments of it and stuff it's just it's hard to fathom what it was really like talking about thousands and thousands of people storming a beach knowing that they were gonna die and the only way that they were gonna make something happen was basically just sacrificing themselves Mm -hmm. it's like when something like that happens and like there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people dying like that mowed down you're like, shit, like, this is something that nobody should want. Yeah. And now it's, like, so detached from reality that people think it's, like, oh, World War III's coming. Like, oh, like, almost, like, excited, mm. you know, like, throwing it around like it's a joke. But it's not a joke. Nobody wants to go to war with anybody. Yeah. So I think that this is kind of, like, the same, not the same, but very similar. It's, like, you know, challenging people, like, what are you made of, you know? This is a little bit of challenge. It's like, what are you really made of? You know, you're going to fold under pressure or you're going to find a way to make it happen. Yeah. You know, do something, you know, or change something. You know, it's like, at the end of it, I like to believe that something positive will come from it. Yeah. It's a good way to look at things, man. It's important to be analytical. Yeah, it's the only way to keep progressing. Yeah. I think he's like you always have to assess reassess how do you get better where can you improve it's one thing on the podcast I want people to give me some criticism help me tell me what I could do better um, do you listen to this send me stuff talk about mm-hmm. send me videos to watch and talk about commentate whatever I'll do anything send me funny stuff send me memes send me videos whatever um, Bobak has his company. I'll let him talk about his company a little bit. Yeah, uh, Element uh, at Element Lifestyle on all social media handles. Uh, we do a pre-workout right now, um, and hoping to extend our product line in the near future. So, if you're listening to this, go buy yourself some pre-workout. I've used it myself, not to blow smoke up his ass. It's one of the best pre-workouts I've ever had. Um, not just because it was strong, 
but not too strong but it was like very steady energy i felt like i was very focused the rest of the day you know he can get into the specifics of it but it has nootropics in it so it really keeps you like focused and engaged um but the energy levels never really drop i always would have problems with pre-workouts where i would take it and when you finish your workout or whatever then you feel kind of like wow i need a coffee to pick me up he's like i never had that it was like all day it was kind of just running high um so i really highly suggest it appreciate go, that man go buy it thanks for the plug no problem yeah dude i'm glad you decided to start a podcast man you know, you're one of the most critical thinking people that I know, and you really can talk. So I think you'll give a good insight to people, you know, about life. And you know. Hopefully. I, my main thing is to help people um, learn stuff, explore new things, new music, new science, academics, spirituality, whatever it may be. It, any, I really want to do any topic or anything like that. Um, but the other thing is I want to learn. Yeah. It's like my thing is I like learning things. I'm always reading new things and, you know, stuff that interests me. Also, like I said, suggestions on things that I should probably look into because mm -hmm. I'm open to reading about and talking about anything. Um, I'm not a close-minded person, so the more the better. Um, so this is episode one. It can only get better from here, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and till next time.